Sports Talk now welcomes the wellbeing manager from NZRL and former warrior, Jerry Seal Seal, to the program. Jerry, uh, welcome in. Great to have you on board, although not under the best circumstances with the sentencing today of former teammate uh, Manu Vatave. Sad day for the Vatave family. Sad day for rugby league as well, huh? Yeah, my lot. Aloha, kia ora, kia ora. Na whakalopo layati to you, Darcy. Uh, thanks for having me on your show. No, indeed, a uh, sad day for the family. Uh, and all involved. Sad day for rugby league too. Uh, Manu's someone that achieved a lot uh, as a young kid. So to see where he is now is is not good. But in saying that, um, looking forward to how he progresses from here. I suppose if anything, what needs to be taken from this is uh, an example to young players moving through rugby league about potential pitfalls of of being a full time rugby league player and what happens after you leave the game that has surrounded you for so long and you know nothing more. And I'm thinking that when Manu got into the game, a lot of the well-being processes and all this management wasn't in place. Indeed, when you were playing the game as well. But now it's very much at the forefront for reasons like this, looking after players right the way through their careers and beyond. Yeah, you're right, Darcy. You know, um, at the turn of the century, you know, back in the early 2000s, um, you know, when the Warriors were winning stuff, Darcy, anyway... Um, back in those days, um, it was a very infant program. It was only with the advent of the under-20s in 2008 that it really came to the fore in terms of the investment from the NRL in the space. And now you'll find there's at least 50 well-being managers across 16 clubs uh, charged with exactly that to help prepare young men for the time when they eventually leave footy. For many, it is just an experience, but for a handful like Manu, they, they get to you know have a career. So especially important for those guys that they are prepared for life after footy. As far as programs and processes that you put in place, what are the most important things that rugby league can do? Because in the end, the responsibility lies with the player and the person, and you can't make decisions for them beyond their time in rugby league. So the best preparation, what has been proven to be over the last decade, 15 years, to be the best advice and the best systems you can use? Yeah, well, there's a few things we... Um... We try to instill in them. Uh, you know, I spent 11 years at the well as the well-being manager at the Warriors, and the main drive of it was, you know, uh, to try and create good people. You know, good people make good decisions, but every now and again, you know, people make bad decisions, and some decisions have big consequences. And so that's essentially what we're trying to avoid. Uh, so we're trying to get people to a point where they, you know, they enjoy doing something else. And we try and get them to start that while they're playing footy. So there's a career-wise program, there's a character program, there's quite a few that we run. Even now as the uh, NZRL wellbeing manager, the NRL has given us some monies to make sure that those competing in the under-20s comp, the national comp for New Zealand, that they are across the same messages. And so I need to go talk to a bunch of them over the next two weeks about uh, how to choose an agent, what your contract looks like, uh, what does a well-being for an NRL player look like? What are the pitfalls? So, you know, the game is trying as much as it can to uh, put the programs in place. But in saying that, we could always use more investment in terms of preparing these young men for after football. How important or how much do you think it's going to resonate throughout the, the younger playing staff, what's happened to Manu Vatave? Is this going to be a huge shock for a lot of these players, do people see it that it's going to be a percentile that some players are going to make those poor decisions? Just talk us through what this actually means for these players advancing in their careers, Jerry. Well, there's definitely a lesson to be learned uh, in terms of the whole event. Um, but in saying that, Darcy, you know, uh, life's full of these kinds of stories. And so um, 
me personally, I regard Manu as a friend and I see that he's made a, a poor choice, which has resulted in what it's resulted in his conviction and having to pay a penalty to society. I'm looking forward to seeing Manu bounce back from this in terms of putting um, a plan in place to come out of it. And so I suppose that's a bigger message we want to um, convey to our people is that, you know, if you make a mistake, it's important that you bounce back because uh, it's the same on the field. And so that's essentially the message we'll be looking to uh, convey to our community. Um, and while we're saying that message, uh, like I say, we're working hard in the background to ensure that, you know, um, people are best placed to make good choices, uh, to be good people. And that is running programs, that is spending time in front of people, uh, talking about uh, the kind of people we are, uh, the values, uh, the character that you want to uh, practice, not just while you're in the limelight, but also when, when, when the going gets tough. So, um, you know, that's essentially what the game's trying to do to help uh, prevent this uh, happening again and to strengthen our men so that they make uh, better decisions. But like I say, uh, I like money. I have a lot of time for money and I will uh, look to uh, work closely with him um, when he uh, pays his debt to society. And finally, Jerry Siu and thank you very much for joining the program. How do you know that the messages you're putting across are sinking in throughout the time the players are there? Are there any markers that you look towards so you know that this, this message is getting in? Yeah, how do you measure uh, the work that you're doing is always a good question. Um, do you measure it by the amount of guys that you keep out of jail? Or is it uh, the likes of Saliba Havili who go on to be podiatrists while they're playing in the NRL? You know, David Barney comes out and is looking after all the mongers across Auckland. You know what I mean? It's it's a hard one to measure in terms of well-being. Um, and any good teacher will tell you uh, they're not fully responsible or culpable for the types of students that come out of their schools. But we all do play a part. And I'd like to think the New Zealand Rugby League, the NRL, and each individual uh, club, a sports club across New Zealand, is taking uh, the time to you know, care for their people properly, to get into their lives and to help them understand, you know, the kind of choices that we need to make as as good people. And on that note, uh, Jerry Siwasi, well, being manager for New Zealand Rugby League, we'll let you go. Have a uh, wonderful rest of your evening and thanks very much for your time and expertise on the show. No problem, Darcy. Always enjoy your show and go well, my friend.